0: Hi and welcome to the Ask Sue show. Tonight we have got a very special show. Um, The first thing, quite a few to be able to get a good rant on to say the least. Uh, This is where we're going to be talking about Hey Mr Government and I'd like to welcome onto the show our good friend Max. Hi Max, how are you doing? I'm
1: doing really well Sue, how are
0: you? Oh, tired but Okay. (laughs) Right. Now, just in case anybody's um, not found our group on Facebook yet, it's, um, sorry, page. it's Hey Mr. Government All Over The World. And this has literally took off where we literally found different things that were going on behind the scenes that us ordinary folk weren't actually finding out. So we've literally been able to share different links and it's literally ranging of all different things. So... We just want to invite everybody in. Uh, please come and join the page. Come and have a look. It's quite an eye-opener, to say the least, isn't it?
1: Absolutely. It's a brilliant I, page. Um, I love it. It's one of my favorite pages, all of them.
0: Exactly. Is there any topics you want to start off with, Max?
1: Uh, well, I've just been browsing um, through the hate the government page, and there seems to be a lot of different stuff. Um, it's hard to think where to start. Actually, um, there's so much on, range from governments, abuse, forgery, people, you name it. We've got it on the page.
0: Exactly. There is so so much going on. It's absolutely mad. Hello. Can you hear me? Okay. Hello. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) Can you hear me? Hello. 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 I think we must. One of us must be behind the other one, and that's why it's taking a bit to come through. (laughs) Radio. We'll get there eventually.
1: what right. I'm gonna do is I'm gonna turn my chat up in case that's okay. Okay. Well, I've got rid of my chat, so that should be better.
0: Okay, that's fine. Now um let's have a look through the Hey Mr Government page then. So let's go through and see what we find. Is there any topics you want to bring first then, Max?
1: Um, let me just have a quick nose.
0: Because um. the thing is, that it's ranging from so many different topics, isn't it? Literally from, you know, the walls, um, money, banks, and everything else. It's just, do you know what I mean? It's literally affecting all of us.
1: Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but it's, the reason why the page is good is because we've got um, a bit of. Everything. I've just found a post that um really did interest me. It's about the production of dairy. Um and I'll quickly briefly read the post. Um there's nothing natural about dairy. Cats are repeatedly artificially inseminated to keep them pregnant and lactin. Pals are taken away shortly after birth, which is really traumatic for the mum and the baby. They're killed straight very quickly after if they're born male. Um, cows are are constantly made to be pregnant for around 7 years until their um, body collapses basically because they've been over producing then they get taken away and slaughtered dairy um, is known to cause cancer, one of the biggest causes Um, and one gram of dairy can contain up to I believe 3 million puss cells, which is legal. Um, around 60-70% to 70% of herds in America um, are infected with bovine aids and leukemia. Governments don't want us to know this, by the way. Um, and they used to say um, that dairy gives you calcium and puts calcium into the bones. Actually, it's been proven that that's not true either. Um, actually, when you drink milk, it turns the blood acidic. Um, The only way that the body can neutralize the acid is to leach calcium from the bones, which then gets passed out through urine. So um, that's something really interesting. What do you think, Sue?
0: Yeah, well, I've just got um, to say hello to Morty that's in the chat room, and he's just said that he drinks soy milk. Is that as bad, or is that loads better, and for what reasons?
1: Well, it's all to me. Yeah. Well, I mean, soy milk, soy milk, is going to contain all of the um, chemicals that they inject into cows, um, the growth hormones, um, it doesn't carry the infections because um, through um, poor management practice, it's kinder of to the environment because, you know, it takes a lot of grain to feed a cow and, a lot of land has to be destroyed to produce the grain and the first. Economically, it's much better. It's healthier for your body. Less saturated fat. Less, um, basically, a lot better.
0: <laughs> now, the thing is, you know, people have been drinking milk for years and years and years, and I know that even the older people will be saying, oh, mate, we've done it for years and years and years. What, what effects has it actually having on a stone like now I'm thinking the older people generation they'll say well we haven't had this that the other." what actual effects do, do we actually believe that it's having well,
1: well, well when you look when you look back right um, in the last hundred years and especially in Sweden I believe and America where they drink gallons of gallons of gallons of milk they suffer more with osteoarthritis which is linked to dairy consumption <coughs> cancer um, in a lot of tumours taken from breast cancers um, especially in America they were found to contain antibodies of bovine leukemia. So there's a lot of evidence out there which has been swept under the carpet but there's also a lot of people trying to get it out there and if you go on YouTube there's plenty of videos um, about this subject um, can I just read um, one of the comments to uh, what the post that's in the Haymonds the government that someone um, commented?
2: Yes, yeah, terrible
1: If you actually look at research, since the price of producing more milk started in a lot of people who have been diagnosed with cancer has increased greatly over the years, it just goes to show naturally does it better. You know, it's it's not designed for us. Milk, mm. it's, it contains so much fat because it was cow's milk is designed to make a baby cow grow quickly, so that it can stand quicker, run quicker from predators, and if it's it's not, it's not designed for our bodies. Our bodies can't handle it. Yeah. And also, I read, case, I'm on.
0: Sorry, I feel like a little rant there. You're saying that if we drink milk, it's like the. The calves are saying they'll be able to stand up to our predators. Well, the human race isn't because the government is our predators and none of us are standing up to it.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> at the end of the at the end of the day, the governments will mass market anything if they can make money. Everything yeah. should be sold as a product. And they don't give a <laughs> damn about our health or my health. You know, they know this is bad for us, but, but it's money to them. Look at cancer. You look at cancer, right? That's a $200 billion a year. Profit for um, governments, basically. But there's yeah there's um, the apricot kernel, which is the seed of the kernel. And I can't remember which tribe it is, but the tribe where they eat these every day and in large amounts, cancer has never been reported in this in this area. Yet the American yeah. governments will lock pe- have locked people up for saying that it's cured their cancer and they don't want people to know it because. If people find a natural cure, then they lose their two hundred billion dollar a year profit.
0: Yeah, and do you know? And this is the funny part. And I was saying this actually just in passing some other day. What I can never understand is, let's face it, millions and millions have been raised for the cancer awareness and and everything else, but they still haven't found anything. But then we're being told that you know they're starting to find different things. But I don't see a drop in the amount of people that are actually dying from it.
1: No, and the thing is, you know, look at chemotherapy and that. It actually destroys a lot of the healthy cells. So you might you might get better, but then your body becomes so weak that you're likely to get cancer again. There's a lot of plants and foods, and it's our diet, basically. Cancer is a man-made disease. We didn't used to have cancer yeah. years and years ago. It, it wasn't, you know, it's our diets. And until we change our diets and, um, you know, the thing is, they want to keep testing on drugs, they want to keep producing drugs and newer treatments because it's how they're making their money. It keeps yeah. people employed, they're making money, but there's tools <laughs> out there and th- th- that do work. But they don't yeah. want us to know that and they advise people not to do it.
0: Yeah, but do you know what? This is the most ridiculous thing I've heard. Um, obviously, we're, me and you are from the UK, but I actually heard on the radio the other day that they are thinking, or they are, I, can't, I didn't quite hear all of it, but they're bringing in something to do with um, a diarrhoea and sickness um, vaccination. What the hell is that all about? I, I can't understand what exactly are they doing. Are they going to literally give us a drug so we're invincible, or is there something in there that's going to make us even worse than what we already are? Because... You know, in the olden days, they used to be able to fight for everything. They didn't have all these antibiotics and everything, and they all survived.
1: And
3: yeah. they
0: seem much stronger than us. We seem to be having more colds, more flu, and more everything else to go with it than what we had before.
1: That's a good point you raised, because um, I read an article um, a few days ago, and I can't remember specifically. So, um, But I'll try and find it, actually. um. I think it's on the Office hey government page which um, they love the Gav post but it's with the Spanish flu of 19 and all of the people that were vaccinated against the flu were the only people that contracted the flu
0: that doesn't surprise me yeah it doesn't right. surprise me but the funny part is, it's like uh, my son Jamie, he was allergic to the whooping cough vaccination. He only ended up having one. Sod's law, because he didn't have vaccination, he did get it. But on the other side of that, he still was okay with it. He'd got the temperature. He's got, you know, if he gets a cold now, it, that's it. But it was no different. Even though he'd already had one, he still got it, and he still... um, did, But he didn't have it as bad. But then I think to myself, well, actually, okay, if he had whooping cough, would he die from it? And, you know... Could he have just fought through it? You know, is there a lot of these things that we're actually taking injections for that we could actually fight ourselves without having actually having the injection?
1: Well, it's immunity, isn't it, really? I, I don't believe that we need half of this stuff that they tell us. You know, look at tablets and everything. These days, they do, everything has a, a diagnosis. You don't want to get out of bed one morning. You're depressed. Take this pill. Take this pill. Take this injection. It all has yep. a lot of this medication and what the governments and the doctors and everything they prescribe is damaging to our bodies. It's stuff, m- more than like a lot of the stuff we do not need. Now they say there are not kids with ADHD. If you if people started feeding their kids and all that and not junk, which is full of chemicals and shoes and everything, their kids would be able to concentrate.
2: Yeah, exactly. Do you know exactly. what I'm saying? Yep. It's all it's, man made
0: diseases. Yep. And the other... Th- what was the other point I was just about to make? Oh, I heard on the... Re- John, listening to radio so much more, and I, I wasn't... Didn't used to be into politics as much as I am now, but I'm I'm one of these now that I'm sitting... Listening to the radio going, what the earth are they talking about? <laughs> I'm going <laughs> mental about it. But the one thing that they said was that we're actually getting immune to the antibiotics. Well... If they're so good, how can we be getting immune to them?
1: And the thing is, everything, especially if you're eating meat and stuff like that and dairy, you're you're taking in antibiotics every day, because that's what they pump into the animals. You eat that meat or you drink that mi- milk, that's going into your body. So yeah. we're all, we're constantly building that up in, within our bodies. This is why we're all dying. This is why we're all sick.
2: Yeah.
0: She says, as I've got a cold, <laughs> I'm full of it. <laughs> and, and this is the thing. But the thing is, I, I just think nowadays, everybody's so quick to go to the doctor and everything else. And, like, for instance, you know, you go to the hospitals, they say, and, and even to the doctors, when you go to the doctors or the hospital, it used to be you'd go in, they would check your temperature, they would check all the things, and then they would find out what was wrong. Now you go into the doctors and you say to them about all these different things and it turns around and they say, oh yes, you need this. Hold me. You never even got out of the chair to check if I've got a temperature, if I've got my glands are up or anything. You've just given me antibiotics for it and said, off you go.
1: Yeah, that's, that's the easy way just to get rid of your antibiotics. That's crazy. Uh, do, you,
0: do you know, I, I would love to do a test where they, and I don't know if they're actually doing this, but you know, actually give people, some people smarties And see if it actually does the same thing. If people say, "Oh, I feel better,"
1: is it psychological just
0: because you're having tablets?
1: A lot of it is psychological, and you know, if someone, if a doctor was to tell a lot of people, "You're sick. You've got this," they believe it. A lot of people, they believe what doctors. It's it's all controlled. It's all government control. You know, they give us these tablets because they don't want us to be able to think for ourselves. Because if we can't think for ourselves, then then we're like sheep. They can control us. But it's the minute when we open our eyes and we begin to awaken, and we start thinking for ourselves, that's when we become dangerous to the government. So they're happy to palm us off from sleeping pills and antidepressants and all the rest of it. And mobile phones, because they know that mobile phones affect our brainwaves. Which yeah. can cause food swings and all of this, that, and the other.
2: Yeah, exactly. And exactly. it's all being marketed at us.
1: It's the same with computer games, are designed to keep you sat there so that you're not using your brain, you're not thinking, you're not challenging yourself. That's the government's way of controlling us all. The minute when mm. we actually stop watching the telly and watching fake news and think, you know, connecting with our own divine inner selves, meditate more. Go out for a walk in their nature, be at one with the elements, with the universe. You know, that's when we begin to awaken. And that's what the government don't want. That's what none of the governments want. They want to control us.
0: Yeah. Um, and my, as most of you who listen to the ASU show, my rant of the year must be the fact that, you know, people say to me, oh, but we're all over the world. We can't all get together as one. And all I'm going to say to you is, you're talking rubbish. You know, and I've said this so many times, when Princess Diana died, right, we managed to get everybody who, the whole world came together that day, it all came to a standstill, and we all got together, and we all mourned together, right? So don't tell me that we can't all get together to put an end to this, because we can. You know, they they don't realise that, you know, reality check is this, you know, there's thousands and millions of us on this world, yet the governments that are fewer than us, literally are ruling us and why absolutely you know people just need and this. let's face it this the topics that we're going to be talking about it's not just about medicine and doctors it's not just about children it's about everything even down to animal cruelty about you know what they're putting on our televisions in front of us you know and you know, um, how they're sorting out banks and everything else. You know, it, it's such a wide, wide thing. Uh, but, you know, I mean, I've been finding, like, little groups and, and big groups as well that are literally starting to wake up and people are saying, you know, hold on a minute, there is a shift in the air. There is people are actually waking up. And, you know, we're starting to see, you know, marches and protests and all sorts where people are actually getting together and making a difference. Like, you know, we've got the anonymous group. You know they're actually starting to make an impact, and it's nothing to do with who you are, because obviously they're doing it all anonymous. But the end of the day, people need to see that people, ordinary people, are waking up, and we're actually starting, actually starting now, to question what is going on.
1: Absolutely, and we're going into the shift. We're going through the shift at the moment. So, the new age of Aquarius. Some people see it as the end of the world. It doesn't mean the world going to end. It means the end to this world as we see it. People are becoming yes. more conscious. They're becoming more aware, and they're going to start opening up and awakening, basically. It's called the awakening. So the governments really want us to um, keep us down. But um, another thing that I want to bring up, actually, which is I've just remembered, and I'm so glad I did, is, um, well, let's talk about this chip. Oh, yes. Yes, this is very interesting. Um, go on,
0: No, go on, you carry on.
1: When well, America, since 2005, they've created a chip, and some Americans have this chip. And the government's are literally brainwashing people into wanting to have the chip. They're, they're putting fear, installing fear into people. So, you know, they want. To make people think that the world is overrun with terrorists and they're going to get this and they're going to get that. Maybe their kids are going to get lost so they need the chips so that they can be tracked, blah, blah, blah. This is not why they want to put this chip in. These chips, they're putting chips in people. I found a video um, it's on the um, Hey Mr. Government page. They put these chips into the ball and then they got the ball charged. Then they turned this um, dial on and it created a wave in the chip they made the ball stop they made the ball act in certain ways they've done it as well to a cat and they put two cats in a confined area they turned the chip on and made one cat turn really aggressive and attack the other cat and then they did it the other way and then the cat just laid down and they can control us this is why they want to put this chip and the thing is people are actually carries people have had these chips inserted put inside them in America, and the way that they're going to do this is to trick people into thinking that they need the chips for protection, um, for health reasons, and all the rest of it, and it's not, it's so that they can control people, and when they've got every the chips in everyone, then they can just control us, basically just control us by um, waves. I think it's really worrying because this is the new world order that they're trying to go for, where at the whole of the world, the whole of society is controlled by a government. We can't let this happen, otherwise we have no future.
0: Exactly. And, and do you know what? I know, I know this kind of stuff and stuff, and I've said to people before, right, you know, I don't know loads about politics and everything, but I'm starting to click into all of this, and it's quite weird how you suddenly, and I do believe that I've, I have woken up more. I wouldn't say I was totally asleep before, but I certainly didn't see further on than I have now. And um, I say to people, all these things that people are saying about, it's actually what's been on in films. I've seen a film where there was ch- chips in the back of people's necks and it, they controlled them and they threatened them through these chips and stuff. I'm thinking, hold on, it, did, was somebody actually in that group that saw it and thought, actually, that will be a really good film because it's for real, but they actually don't realise?
1: Sorry, 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 I've got a dog on my lap here and I've just missed you.
0: <laughs> Hello, calm. Dog <laughs> and
1: a um, cat. <laughs> I just...
0: Bless you. Yeah. Um, you know, I was just saying, it's like, We've, I've watched films that have literally had people that have got chips in them and how they've controlled them and everything, and it doesn't make you wonder if somebody was actually leaking out the truth via film.
1: Yes, well that's that, that's what's happening, and the the Matrix is a perfect example because this is the world that we're actually in. This is all an illusion, and it's only when people begin to wake up and see the reality of what's going on can we change it? Can we can? This is we need to save humanity as a whole, because we are all one. Everything is one. The plants, the animals, the water, the soil, we're collectively, the unit, we're part of the universe, we're all one. And at the moment, the way that governments are doing things are destroying absolutely everything. And they're yeah. destroying humanity. So the only way that we can s- s- save ourselves and the future is to become aware and to awaken.
0: Yeah. But I, I, I look at some, some of it...
1: They don't Sorry, want don't. That because, Yeah, they don't want us to awaken. This is why they're they're diagnosing us with all these illnesses and pumping us full of drugs and all this of it and e-numbers and everything, and, and that they're targeting kids with video games to keep them sat there so that they're not thinking because when we think and we connect with our inner self, that's when we become aware and that's when we awaken. So it's all controlled, it's all manipulation, and it's all brainwashing. Yeah,
0: exactly. And do you know what? I, I've just got to say that Tammy must be reading my mind at a minute because I was just about to read a post on Hey Miss Government. I've looked in the chat and it says, and she's put, if you don't fight, they will kill you, right? And I have just read one on here and it says, if you don't fight back, they'll keep hitting you. Yeah, and they the, will. And the other thing of this is, let's face it, if I hear on the news something this morning... And then I tell you something, and then you tell two people, and then they tell five people, and they tell such and such. You can actually see how quick they can actually promote what they're actually doing without us even noticing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Who
0: actually questions the telly? Who actually questions the news? Who actually questions all of these people? We don't even question the government.
1: Yeah, because if you look at CNN of America, this is just one news broadcasting company that's funded by the government. That's funded by Barack Obama or whatever you call him. They get they, they get told what to cover and what not to cover. So how is fair journalism? It's corrupt. Yeah. You don't believe anything because at the end of the day... The Illuminati or the Freemasons doing everything. They're in our courts, in our police systems, they're in our um, hospitals, they're in our e- they're everywhere.
4: Yeah. They're
1: in our newspaper companies. They're controlling everything. They're, they're <coughs> even controlling our governments.
0: Yeah. It's like at the moment I'm just reading some of these posts just to get quotes to read out. as while you're saying these things, you know, one quote. E, the UK's EU membership costs 40 million a day. Unemployment was at 2,630,000, 600, 2, which could pay for 1,154,479 jobs at minimum wage. Yeah. You know, that, that is some sort of figures. You know, we're not just talking a couple of thousand. We're talking millions. Yeah. You know, I, oh, I must admit it, it. Amazes me, but I know it's hard for I'm going to say Joe public to literally take this on board. And everybody saying, "Oh, you're talking rubbish." You know, this is this can't be right. Whatever. All I say to people is, don't. If you don't believe us, that's fine. You go, you go with it and you keep sleeping, but. All I do, all I'm going to say to people is, please just join. Hey, Mr. Government, all over the world, and sit on the group for a while. Keep checking out the posts, and then say in about four, or six months' time, when you're still sitting there looking at them, tell me that you haven't changed your mind about it all.
1: Yeah, there's there's um, a lot of posts on there, um, especially the Illuminati ones. They really need to be watched and shared because. Um, actually, while we're on air, I'm going to find it and bump it back to the top because there's one I really want everyone to watch, um, which will really open your eyes. Um, yeah, go and see.
0: Well, I must just say that I've been looking also at um, Anonymous, which is a group of people that are starting to do protests. And, you know, we are actually starting to wake up. There is people doing protests with masks on to prove to people You know, we are just ordinary people. It doesn't matter what we look like or who we are or what we are. At the end of the day, it's where people are actually standing up and saying, we have actually had enough. Yeah. I mean, um, people have got to do this. It's no good saying, oh, it doesn't affect me or whatever. Everybody's out of a job. Everybody who can't, you know, is fighting and saying, I mean, every single day we hear people saying, ultimately, um, no, the government's done this. Have you seen what they've done to my benefits? Or have you seen what they've done to the house? Or, you know, they won't do this, they won't do that. But nobody's, nobody's doing anything. And everything that I'm campaigning for on the ASU show is all linked into the government. And what I keep saying to people is, there's two groups of people that I say that it's your fault. And there's two different groups that I blame totally. One is society. Because at the end of the day, none of us have actually, not Every single one of us needs to stand together and say, that's enough. Because, like I said already, society is a bigger group of people than the government. So why are we scared? The other people I compla- want to say we blame is the fact the government themselves. They can see all what's going on in our world and nobody you know, is sticking up for us. But then on the other side of that coin is the fact that people that have stood up for us, who, who are different in our government, who don't go by the Illuminati or whoever else, at the end of the day, have actually been killed. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. So unless we all stand together in numbers, who knows what's going to happen next?
1: And it's funny how it's it's always the peacemakers in the world where just about (laughs) to create a a peace deal, they get bumped off.
2: Yeah. Exactly. Exactly.
0: I, I must admit, you know... I like, I've like. i I've got to say this to people I'm just an ordinary lass at the end of the day who's literally started to open eyes. but there is so much for us to see and you've got to see the Illuminati video it, you've got to watch that because I must admit I've watched about like three quarters of that and I keep getting told off by Max because I haven't re- re- watched the rest but even that three quarters literally opened my eyes and I I remember saying to, to Max oh my goodness you know oh, it, it's so for real you know I, I didn't understand it at first. I watched the first five minutes and I thought, no, what? What's all this about? But just watch it. If you think that at the end of the day you can watch something for an hour and it may change your life and your understanding, it is only an hour. You know?
1: Oh, for me, it was the best hour I ever spent. Most valuable hours time I've used.
0: Yeah, it's just mad absolutely mad, but I'm just so glad that there is people like yourselves and the groups um, Illuminati groups that are literally saying right let's stand up to Illuminati now we've got to prove to people that it's there and even I I mean I looked at some of these things you know there was like they were looking at the um, even the notes and showing us that there was an owl on the notes and there was all these different things these symbols they all represented the Illuminati. I, Joe yeah. Public myself, and myself and p- different people, we would never, ever have took that on board unless we were shown it.
1: And even if you um, look at the um, £10 note, the UK £10 note, if you look carefully enough, there's the pyramid and the eye of the Illuminati. It's all in there as well. It's not as clear as the American dollar, but it's in there, in the British pound <laughs> note.
0: Exactly. I, I just, oh, it riles me, to be fair. But it's but then I feel so useless because we do feel like we're on our own, but we need to make sure that everybody understands that we're actually not on our own. There is loads of us that are there.
1: Yeah, I'm so quite pos- um, optimistic about this because in one sense it seems so overwhelming. You've, you have this knowledge. Of knowing, we're, we're, we've become wayseers, what they call wayseers. We've become aware. Um, we don't follow the the sheep. We can think for ourselves. We're 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 awakening, and it seems mm. crazy because we might talk about this to certain people and say you're crazy for thinking that. You're just off your trolley. But there's so many people that are, like us um, that are seeing it. All of us, and it's been within the past year mm. even. A massive increase in the people actually waking up, and there's a change in the energy because the Earth's vibrations are changing. <coughs> our DNA yes. is being upgraded. We've become more conscious, and we're actually awakening. We're, we're awakening up because we've actually been shut down.
2: Exactly, and
0: the thing is, even uh, going off the subject slightly, but even spiritual people like ourselves are, are literally saying what a difference everything is. You know what you were seeing ordinary folk actually have things topped up, you know, what's the word, um, messed up, you know, things are going wrong, but then seems to be going right for some, and uh, it, it all seems really weird, doesn't it? Everything's changing, and we literally around us.
1: Yeah, too right. Um, it's shift, basically, and people are, people are waking up, and people will wake up, and um, the sooner they better. But, you know, it might take a little while, but we're on the right... We're on the right, um, road right to it. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh,
0: Sorry, I'm just
1: uh, I at... just got... I just got sidetracked there. My cat walks past the, um, lamp and I saw a shadow. I thought it was a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the
0: start oh of God. the march, love. <laughs> 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 Do you know what, um... Let me, some of these quotes on here are just quite horrendous. And, you know, in 2010, 20 million men, women and children died of starvation. In the same year, Sex and the City 2 grows 288 million. You decide what kind of world this is. Yeah. You know, I, 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 it's not until you actually read something like that, you actually see you know, it, it doesn't... It, it's hard to take that all in, isn't it?
1: People don't want to... Um, people people don't want to see the truth, do they? People don't want to burden themselves with knowing what's really going on. They want to live in the world. There's a lot of people that don't wake up. And there's a, pe- a lot of people that won't ascend during the shift because they, they don't want to change, they fear change. There's a mm. lot of people that we're all enslaved in bondage by the governments, and there's a lot of people that, for them, that makes them feel safe. They don't have to think for themselves. They don't have to act for themselves. They haven't it done for them. But um, it needs to happen. We do need to wake up, and for those free thinkers and wayseers, this is what's going to happen.
2: Yep. yep. Do you want
0: another one? Um, there's a man sitting holding a sign, and it says, Rich people paying rich people to tell middle class people to blame the poor people. Yeah. That's quite good. I quite like that. I'm going to say that again. Rich people paying rich people to tell middle class people to blame poor people. <laughs> <laughs> it's just things like that. You think, actually, you, you, something twiggled, wriggles in your head and think actually that you can actually take that. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, the other thing is, you know, we've got so much technology in the world nowadays, and thank goodness for Facebook and the internet. The fact that we can actually broadcast all of this so openly now—it's—it's it's not like it used to be. But then I look at all the people that say to me, "There's no money in the world. There's no money. No, you know, everybody's skin—it's it, a recession." And then I go shopping, and I go and pull up in the car park, and I look, and there's all these brand new cars. And people say, yeah, but they're not bought, they're paid XP or whatever, you know, HP and all that. But they're still being paid for.
1: Yeah. So, there's, you know,
0: this, Go on. You know, so there obviously is money there, and, and if it is there, why are we saying that there isn't it?
1: Yeah. There is no money out there. Um, <coughs> the thing well, is, I, the I, governments what... want to keep the poor poor, and they want to make the rich rich. That's a fact.
2: Yep. Yeah.
0: And, and the other thing is, we always seem to find money for the politicians, and I haven't seen a politician go in, in an older car driving to Downing Street or anywhere else yet. And I haven't seen the bank managers take a, a lower wage or anything like that yet.
1: And we can afford to spend billions on a wall, which causes mass destruction, and in the meanwhile um, causes millions of people to starve to death through famine. You know, yeah, if you use that money, the whole the no one would be starving. If what the money that was spent in war, it's crazy.
0: Yeah, I'm just going to read this. I'm just I'm sorry. I'm just flicking. We're, we're going from subject to subject as I find the picture here. I know, but it, we're getting through it though. To be fair, um, there's a woman here holding a piece of paper. And it says, "I have paid one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars. No, one hundred twenty-five thousand eight hundred sixty-nine dollars." into a house currently worth ninety five ninety one thousand dollars but the bank is taking it back because i still owe them three hundred and fifty five thousand six hundred ninety two point nine one on a house worth ninety one thousand really
1: yeah
0: how on earth does that calculate
1: they're robbers
0: (laughs) you know what i mean how on earth can that even, I'm not being funny, I'm not good with my calculator, but I'm not being funny, that doesn't add up to any person.
1: I know and someone once. Sorry? sorry? I know, yeah, well, uh, go with what you're saying. I know someone once who was taken to court, okay, because there were 31 pence in arrears on their council rent, council tax. Good grief. And got charged the court fees and everything, ended up paying 90 odd quid.
0: Yeah, exactly. 35p. It's just so wrong, isn't it? Just so, so wrong. (coughs) My daughter's in laws paid one million for the house and had to have a short sale for the house at $275,000. And that's from Tammy in the chat room.
1: Yeah, crazy.
0: The whole thing is just absolute mad. But I just want to say to people, how long are we going to sit and wait until we actually wake up and say to the governments about all of these different topics we're talking about, enough is enough. What is it going to take for us all to stand together and make a change? Or are we all just going to sit here and just think, well, it's okay because the next generation will sort it. But the other side of the coin i've got four children and i think what's it going to be like for them max in say 20 years time
1: well if we don't change things now and it's not going to be looking good for them
0: <laughs> do you know what i'm just reading yes another post right uh and i'm going to say this totally wrong so everybody's going to say you didn't say that right josie Maduka, i think his name is the world's poorest president Donates ninety percent of his salary to charity.
1: Well, it's always the poor that gives The rich hold for what they got, and the poorest people are always the most sharing.
0: Yeah, I, I, this is the thing, isn't it? You know, we, we've obviously we've all got um, seen on Facebook where people are doing different things to raise funds for stuff, and I, I just think to myself, it, it's why are we all doing that? When at the end of the day, there's got to be all money. I'm going to change again. Um, I'm looking. It says we produce enough food at this time to feed 12 billion people. We are 7 billion on this planet. Yet one billion of us do not have enough food. Half of those are people who produce food but cannot afford to feed themselves. Yeah. And, and is somebody, you know, is somebody going to try and tell me that we don't live in a crazy world?
1: Well, there's no doubt about that. We definitely live in a crazy world. We live in a selfish world and a greedy world.
0: You know, every, everybody and everything is out for themselves nowadays. And I, I'm i quite happy to say that the human race is one of the most selfish I've known. Do you know what I mean? And it's just ridiculous. Nobody will share sugar anymore. You know, like in the olden days, you'd share sugar with your neighbor or whatever. You'll be lucky now if we even talk to each other. Do
1: you know what's really worrying for me is the human race has become so disconnected. Yes. People don't buy, don't care when they buy something. They they don't seem to care where the eggs come from, what's gone into producing that, the misery and suffering. They don't care to research what these ingredients are actually doing to their health, you know. Um, they don't care about all the pesticides that have been thrown over the planet, that are killing all of our wildlife, that are going out to the seas and polluting all the fish. They just don't really care. You know, as long as it's cheap and they're saving a few pennies, they don't care what damage it's doing. And the thing is, Mother Earth is supporting us and we're just abusing it. We've become so disconnected, so disconnected. And it's selfish and greed.
0: Yeah, but the other side of that coin, though, Sean. When when you look at um, everything that's in, let's let's just say we're going to the the supermarket nowadays, okay? If you go to buy veg and and everything else like that nowadays, and you go and get fresh meat or fresh veg or however it may be, right? All of that is dearer than the stuff you got packaged that is cheaper. So even the people that are poor don't have a choice; they get what they can afford. But then you, but then it's like a big thing, you know. If you can either have good stuff and not have as much, or you have loads of stuff and it's not as good for you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But saying that, I mean, if everyone bought into the good stuff, then the price would fall anyway. It wouldn't be as dear if everyone was buying it.
2: Yeah.
1: It's so It's you know the only people making money are the supermarkets who pay the farmers nothing that they produce, all the governments, Small yeah. businesses don't stand a chance. You know, it's it's a big things like supermarkets, like Tesco, Sainsbury's, they're the ones creating all the profits and the governments. Yeah. If we boycotted these um, items, do you think they'd still keep producing it? They wouldn't. They would come up with an alternative that's cheap to get to buy it. They know we're going to buy it, so they're not going to change. Until we stand up and say, right, we don't believe in that product. We don't like what it's doing. We're not going to buy that. We're going to go to this alternative. If that happened, then they would soon quickly get new designers in, new um, chefs to create new meals, um, better people, more kinder to animals. And they they would find a way around it.
2: Yeah, exactly. But all the
1: time that people are going in there and buying this, that and the other, they're not gonna do it because they're taking your money. You you're not gonna stand.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But all of it now and, and let's face it, half the things we don't even know what's in these things in the in the supermarkets. You know, the the things are so small you don't even know what's in them.
1: Exactly. It's
0: it's well it's be- better. Mark now than what it was years ago, but it's still not up to the percentage of literally showing us exactly what's in it No, you're right And uh, do you know and I'm just reading what Tammy's put. people are starving in the world and the government pays farmers not to plant crops Go figure Do you know what, I, I can actually say that because I live in the country and I've spoken to farmers before they get more money for actually leaving their fields with nothing in just growing for the wildlife with grants and stuff in this world that we've got no money than if they actually plant something yeah where enough earth does that one work <laughs> you know, just, I, I just think it's just crazy absolutely crazy if any guests are in the chat room uh, which there is uh, if anybody would like to please sign into blog talk radio this way you can actually join in the chat and um, send us some links and different things Please join in and um, let us know. Uh, i just like to say thank you to everybody that's in the chat room. Hope you're enjoying the show. Please give us a call in, three four seven three two seven nine six nine four, or you can call in from the UK, one Or if you want a proper rant via email, you can email asksueshow at gmail.com. That's asksueshow.com at gmail.com. You've got no reason why not to have some input in the show today. I'd like to say thank you to everybody that's in the chat room. Um, If you've got anything you would like to quote to us or anything you'd like to mention, please, by all means, give us a shout. If we miss it, please put it back in again, because you know what it's like when I'm ranting. I can't look at, read and rant at the same time, although I'm pretty good at it. Right. What are we doing here? Somebody just sent me a link, and it's about charitable giving statistics. 65% of households give to charity. The average annual household contribution is $2,213, while the mean is $870. Americans gave $298.3 billion in 2011. This reflects a 3.9% interest. From 2010, corporate giving held steadily in 2011 at 14.55 billion. The foundation giving increased in 2011 to 41.67 billion, a 1.8% increase from 2010. <coughs> this is, you know, some of the figures. You look at them and you think, hold me, uh, right thousand? No, it's billion or it's million or you know, it, it's quite mad yeah and let's face it half of the charitable things nowadays you know I can remember um, there was an advert in the papers ages ago and it said about um, you can work for charity and I rung up and this is when I lived in Doncaster and it was a guy that was doing football tokens and stuff and I was doing these things, and I thought, oh, I'm doing brilliant, you know, it's for charity and everything. It wasn't until somebody said, oh, is that going all to the charity? And I said, well, look, hold a minute, I'll have a look. And I looked on the back of it. 1% or 3% or something ridiculous was going to the charity. And and I questioned, I said, hold on a minute, hold on, what's going on here? Um, how can this be happening? And they said, oh, it's all legal but board, it's all fine. And because the charities are so much wanting their money, they don't mind them doing it because they're happy for the 3%. It's
1: outrageous.
0: But then, again, and I've got to say this, where is the government about a law for that?
1: I know. Crazy.
0: The whole lot is just, the world has just gone mad. Um,
1: The government's making money off it, I tell you. They're making money. Governments are the biggest robbers out there.
0: Mike, <coughs> right, Let's have a look. We've got a few comments coming into the chat room. Um, Morty's put, poor people give more, more as a percentage of their income, but afflu- affluent people give a lot to charity, and church members give more than non-church members. I'm we sure some people non-church have members this. would love to and put a few comments into that. I'm not sure if uh, yeah. that's good for church members or not good for the non-church members or what, but we'll see. If anybody wants to give us a comment to that, by all means, do give us a call in. Um, free for find and design. Control is what they want in the end. That's why they want us to live in high-rise apartments, putting people in jail so the attorneys, judges and government keep getting paid while the common people work and pay. Yeah. But that, yes, but do you know what? I'll agree with that, but then partly disagree, because there's more people that should be put in our jails that actually get away with it, and they're hardly given a sentence that fits the crime.
1: But a lot of times it's the wrong people that are put in jail.
0: Yeah. See, this is what I can never quite understand, okay? This is another reality check, okay? If you burgle a house, you get put into prison... But you can be a paedophile and you can actually be put out on on a list. Obviously you'll have to go into prison for a while, but you're put on a list. Wouldn't it be better to put all the people that do burglaries and stuff like that on a tag and give them, you know, community services or whatever else or different things and keep the paedophiles in longer? Yeah. You know, but the thing is uh, let's face it. A lot of this stuff that we're talking about is all common sense, but how does it all work? Um, Tammy's just saying church members with um, within the church. Hold on, I'm not sure what that says with the church, and a portion of that is given to charity. <coughs> okay, I can sort of go with that. But then you've got other other people that don't go to churches, but, you know, go uh, that are just ordinary people that may pay out of their wages or whatever. I mean, I know there's a few of my family members that were actually paying out of their wages to different charities, but then they started looking, and the people that, you know, they were actually donating to, there was only a certain percentage of going that to it. Well, shouldn't there be laws actually telling people of this before they sign up?
1: I've got to say, Sue, um, you know, I'm Pretty hard up financially. I'm not going to lie about that. But uh, I donate to a charity. I do free readings for charities. Uh, in one month, I donated 200 pounds to charity in the space of one month um, by doing free uh, by auctioning free readings and getting people to pay for it and paying the charity direct. i have be done with that money and book them for myself. But I always see that if you give, then you you receive. And it's often the people that are financially poorer that are actually the richest people because they understand the value and they don't hold on to what they got.
0: Yeah. Do you know what? I, what was that saying that I used the other day? There was something that I said. Um, oh, what a blind ad! Um, I can't think of those saying now. It's something in the lines of those that haven't got it. Those that have got. Oh, I'm going to have to look up for that for next time's show. It was something of the lines of those that have got loads of money want to hide it, those that don't have it want to share it, or something of that line. I can't remember. I'll have to find it out. Um, Very quickly, just want to say to the guests that's come into the chat room welcome, but please could you go and sign into Blog Talk Radio so then you can join our show and also come into our chat room and put your points across. So please go and sign into blog, talk, radio. Um, <coughs> right, where are we up to? Besides, I've got a tickle in my throat. Um,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I can feel it starting. I'm thinking it's going to be just a mass coughing session in a minute. Um, That's all that ranting. Uh, me ranting. I've never heard such a thing. Right. Let me just have a look what else we're just seeing what else we need to um... if there's anything else I need to banter by in the hey mister government uh... just to ask everybody in hey mister government or start again just to ask everybody in the chat room how many people have actually joined hey mister government all over the world and what did you think of the page is there anything you think that we need to put in take out or do you think we should put in different sections according to what it is you know let us know it's your input we need uh... into the show and to the page so please let us know what your thoughts are. Is there something that you're campaigning about at the moment? Maybe there's something that you want to bring to our attention and maybe we can share for you as well. Give us a call in 347 or you can call in from the UK one or give us an email at asksueshow at gmail.com. Anything you want to um, bring up to us, Max? Have you thought of anything else? Um, I,
1: was, I was waiting for you to bring that up, one up, the next one, soon.
0: Oh, thanks for that. I, I am <laughs> just—I must admit, I'm just signing <laughs> into my um, email because I've just realized I'm saying to people, sign it, you know, send us an email, but I am not even opened it yet. not very organized at all. But we have been really busy with other pages as well, haven't we? So we have been busy. We've, we've had um, a lot what be doing, haven't we?
1: Sorry. I said we've had a lot to be doing haven't we lately. But I just want to say that that Illuminati video we were talking about earlier is on Hey Mister Government and it's been pinned to the top of the page. So after the show I urge everyone to watch it.
0: Definitely. And it's quite amazing and it it literally hits so many topics even though it's a, you know it is a bit of a film sort of thing but at the end of the day it's just just amazing isn't it? it just opens your eyes up to so many things that you wouldn't even think about just logically. Absolutely. Yeah. It's in the chat room as well, and it's quite funny because I was going to share it. I've just shared it from the page, and uh, Tammy's just shared it as well. So you've got double the whammy there. Brilliant. Oh, dear, it's going to be drink time in a minute, I think. Right, um... What does people think of Hey Mr Government um page? Please go and have a look. Tell us what you think. Um and if you're listening to the show, by all means join in if you haven't already. Um, I'm just seeing I'm just seeing what other bits we've got. Shall we have a, a slight tune while we have a little bit of a break and then we'll come back in a couple of minutes, yeah?
1: Brilliant idea. Wonderful.
0: <laughs> okay, then I'll be we'll be back in just a couple of minutes. But please tell your friends that we're doing the Hey, Mr. Government show and to join our page as well. Let's see if we can wake the whole world up and we'll be back in just a few minutes. Let's not just keep it, though, for the hands of time. Let's change time now. Back in a couple of minutes.
5: Never let you slip away. Never knowing I'd be singing this song someday. And now I'm sinking, sinking to ride no more. Ever since you closed the door. If I could turn Turn back the hands of time Then my darling you Would still be mine If I could turn Turn back the hands of time Then darling you You'd still be mine, honey. Funny. Funny how time goes by and blessings are missed in the wake of an eye. Oh, wow, wow, why? Oh, why, oh, why? Shouldn't have to go on suffering every day I breathe Please come back to me And if I could turn Turn back like the hands of time Then my darling you You would be mine if I have to turn, turn like the hand of time Then my darling, you'll still be mine And you've had enough love for oh, oh, oh. Thank you.
3: Nothing I wouldn't do for you. Forever
5: honest and true to you. If you accept me back in your heart, oh, I'll love you. I'm here, and I'm gonna be right there I will return. my life I will burn Could you turn back that little rock on the wall
0: Say a big hello to everybody who's in the chat room. Thank you very much for joining us. And uh, obviously we've got a few comments coming there, and also Tammy is, and Bill are all both sending in links for you both to look at. Please share, hey, Mr. Government, all over the world, literally all over the world, so that we can let people know exactly what's going on. Let's make sure we can waken some of those people up and make them realise what changes can be made. Uh, we've got Morty um, on the line. Hi, Morty. How are you doing?
4: Hello, how are you guys doing today?
0: Uh, we're doing very well. Uh, have you come in to have a bit of a rant club?
4: <laughs> well, I've just been enjoying the day, and uh, I found your show, and I, I liked some things you're talking about. I'm fairly conservative in a lot of ways, but I, you know, not so much socially, more like economically and military business. But the charitable giving thing is interesting because it's not what people usually think. And the, the statistics go various ways. Uh, like for instance, it's true that people with lower incomes give a higher percentage uh, of their income, as you know, um, which would make sense because, you know, if you're making three hundred dollars a week and you're going to give anything, it's probably going to take up a bigger chunk. However, yeah. you know, affluent, rich people give much, you know, more significantly more in in gross dollars simply because they've got it to give, and they don't give quite as they don't give as high a percentage, but they you know. The idea that, oh, the are rich are greedy and they don't give, it's really not true because there are a lot of philanthropic organizations and also people that give just for basic needs. <clears throat> so that's a little bit of a misnomer. And it is true also that uh, – I'm speaking of the U.S. And the U.S. is one of the biggest – well, I think we are the leading country in the world as far as charitable giving. Uh, it turns out that religious states uh, give much more uh, – and a percentage of their incomes than non-religious states. Like, for instance, Mississippi, which is an extremely poor state. In fact, it's one of our poorest states in the country, are one of the top states as far as giving because it tends to be a very uh, religious state, as does Utah. In Utah, people give an average of 10% of their income uh, you know, to charity, and, of course, that's a very, it's a very Mormon state. It's mostly Mormons there. So it's interesting how this, uh, those statistics play out.
0: Now, the thing is, though... Now I'm gonna I'm, I'm very good at playing devil's advocate with you, okay? So, sure, sure. But I always say to people I like to sit in the garden vents. vent. So you're saying about the fact that you know a lot of rich people do give the money, but let's be yeah. realistic. A lot of the time the richer give the money because it's actually cutting down their tax. It's got nothing to do with the fact that they're actually no. wanting to give money. They actually think, hold on a minute, if I give this certain amount of money, that's going to reduce my tax, so it's actually making it better off for me. <laughs>
4: Oh, well i don't know if i would go that far i think that there, there are a lot of people who are you know very decent people i'm sure if there is a deduction to take they take the deduction but that's why the deduction is there to encourage you know charitable giving and it's true yeah. that say if they give 2% of their income to charity well obviously if you make if you make 2 million a year or 20 million or more that's going to be a substantial uh contribution in gross uh, thing, but they do give, and you know we can't look into people's hearts, you know, and, and why I I don't think that every single rich I don't you know I don't know the percentage because you can't tell what motivations are, but the fact is they do give, and they give yeah, quite a yeah. lot, and uh, but yeah. but poor people do too, and of course like I said they do give a higher percentage, but um, you know the U S and, and especially uh, uh, the Western world actually gives I mean I would ima- I'm not sure of this but I would imagine it's true across the Western world. Uh, I don't think Russia gives a lot, and I don't think China gives a lot. And I know the Muslim – this, I know the Muslim world gives like nothing, only to other Muslims. But, you know, you can see this when there's hurricane relief or tsunami relief or earthquake relief. Generally what you see, like in Haiti, it was almost exclusively Western government. Germany had people, the United States, of course, uh, very forthcoming with that. And, you know, the the Good Samaritan – you know, I always say it's the Good Samaritan clause in the Bible. Even if you're not religious, it's kind of hardwired into people, I think, that come from that tradition. And I don't want to disparage any other culture, but it is a that is a specific thing that is kind of brought up in you. You know, if you turn away from religion, it's still there. You know, because you're, you're we're Judeo Christians. You know, whether or not you believe or not, I happen to not believe. I'm not really religious, but certainly when you're brought up with the, the Bible and you hear it secondhand, where it's taught to you, and you just decide you don't believe in it that germ of, uh, that germ is there.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
4: I, I, I do think that's true, but, you know, you really don't see Saudi Arabia, which is a very wealthy country, sending teams of people out and, you know. I mean, even when Iran had that horrible earthquake in the 80s, you know, the United States offered them massive help. They didn't take it, but we were ready to send teams and whatnot there.
0: Exactly. But what always gets me is like obviously myself and Max are in the UK and it's we've always they're always telling us they the government haven't got the money we you know we can't support this we can't support that and then all of a sudden you see, all oh, the, the bank managers getting a pay rise and the, the oh, government's yeah. getting, getting this. And it's like, oh, the minute, you you just told us only a couple of weeks ago there wasn't the money and we're going into recession um and everything. And you see all these charities, even for us um, making it a bit personal with being in the U.K. What is that? I can't so, hear you. What
4: is that in the background?
0: Sorry, it's my phone. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
1: is that racket? Nothing like live radio. <laughs> I've got my earphones in there, and um, I couldn't hear them ringing because
4: I've got you two in my ear. Okay. Go, go ahead. I'm sorry. saying? It. Yeah, but the well, oh. it's right, you know. And bank people, you know, uh, that's the problem is how do you separate the private sector? You know, um, I will say this in defense of that that, you know, I mean, I suppose governments could come in and cap CEO pay, but you know, it's like you know whack-a-mole. You know, when you hit one thing, it pops up somewhere else. Um, if you don't have any – if there's no wealth, what the, you know, there's nothing to give. And, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm playing a bit of devil's advocate. I, I'd, I agree that we should have safety nets, but there's kind of diminishing returns in a sense that if you make money so available, you know, they have what they call the moral hazard that you can actually put people on a dependency cycle that's very hard to break. And I think we have that certainly here. And, uh, you know, if you look at Greece and Portugal – um you can't spend what you don't have you know what i mean and that's sort of the problem yeah. there uh they're spending too much and we are too but you know of course we have a 15 trillion dollar gdp we have a 15 trillion dollar debt so it's 50-50 but there are many 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 countries in the world including well japan being a major one that that they have 200% uh you know over their gross national product so you know it's a hard it's a hard thing and it's not an easy solution all i will say is if you look at you know, what happened in the in the communist world, whether it's Russia or China? Um, you know, I mean, it's true. If there's a certain leveling process, that's great. But then again, you sort of have – you run into a big problem, which is if, if everybody's poor, you know what I mean? All right, we're all equal, but everybody's pretty much in poverty. And that's kind of what you saw in the Eastern Bloc and what you saw – and uh, you know, in the Soviet Union, it was what you saw in China, and what you saw in most of those countries. North North Korea is a uh, nightmare. Um, you know, see, and so there's, there's, yeah, there is great wealth disparity in the West. I agree, but yet, even people that are poor, because of the general affluence of those countries, the poor in affluent countries live much better than the poor in poor countries. I mean, I don't think anybody can argue with that.
2: Yeah,
4: it's better to be I'm poor just... in America than be poor in Somalia. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Exactly.
0: And this is the thing, um, uh, I've, I've read so many posts on Hey Mr. Government page that there is people that are literally have got no food whatsoever and then let's face it, you know, our poor here is totally different to theirs but there just doesn't seem to be, you know, there's places that have got loads of money that could sort of give some to others and whatever and and I'm not massive up on my political thing and I've never owned up to be and I, I, open, I openly tell you now that I've just started looking into things, but on a Joe Blogs looking into the thing, I see all of these thousands of people. I've got friends that go over to, like, Kenya that are actually needing people to actually support them, and they've got a charity set up that they help. Mm-hmm. And then you've got that there's no government – doesn't seem to be a lot of government aid going from anywhere, but then we get other um, places that are saying, oh, mate, we need a bit of help here because of a war or because of whatever else,
4: mm-hmm. and suddenly
0: money's ploughed into it. How does that one yeah. work?
4: Um, well, who gives the money? I mean, yeah, that's true. I mean, there is there are. See, one of the big problems, it seems to me, in third world countries, whether in Africa or uh, elsewhere, is that what's. I mean, you know, people talk about corruption here, but if you really there's a chart. It's a it's a it's a nonprofit that they they examine transparency of government. And you know, for all the corruption people talk about here, the United States is actually, you know, along with most Western governments in Europe and the UK have a very high degree of transparency in other words you know you can see where the money goes you may not like it but it's there now when you start getting into africa third world other third world countries south america to a degree you know you have massive corruption i mean uh, corruption that we don't even understand here and uh... a lot of times and when aid does go into those countries it's very difficult to get it to the people because people skim off the top uh... that you know that sometimes the aid doesn't really get there they sell it on the black market And you know, unless you put a military component in there, I mean, you can drop the aid off at the dock, which we do, and which other countries do, but then there's really almost no way, unless you do like Somalia, where you put, of course, that was a disaster for us, where you put boots on the ground and then uh, to make sure it gets to the people. So, really, the big problem in these areas are are the the massive corruption uh, that exists within their own governments. Yeah.
0: What do you actually think about all of the um, like the Illuminati situation and all that? What what do you think of the story around that?
4: I'm very familiar with it. I mean, I've looked into it. I have a friend of mine. We talk about it a lot. I, you know, I think that there's uh, there's a lot of there's there's a, a I want to say more than a grain of truth. I think there is truth into it. Uh, I think the Illuminati was there originally to fight against the oppression of the Catholic Church. Uh, I believe a lot of the people that were in it were there. They had to be underground because obviously they would be repressed, like they did to the Cathars, the Albigensians, all the Gnostic outgrowths. You know, they were always brutally crushed. And you know, there were people that were becoming secular, I suppose, and uh, that you know wanted to subvert. Now, I know the Illuminati gets a real bad name uh, in terms of the New World Order and all this. But you know, I mean, the Alex Jones version, the sort of the uh, what's the guy William, uh, uh, what's his name, the guy that uh, behold a pale horse that was killed. Uh, he was very big on that, and uh, they put very satanic influences to it, and uh, and that might be right, because you know, uh, the you know Lucifer was considered he was the angel of light, and that's where illuminati i believe comes from because lucifer was the angel of light lucent is latin for light um you know people looked at there there was a like like milton, uh, milton you know in paradise lost satan is seen as a very sympathetic character and he's the one that gave the knowledge of good and evil to adam and eve so in a sense uh, the, the, what a reverse view might be well god was kind of trying to keep people if you believe it i'm saying metaphorically so god's trying to keep people in a state of nature kind of dumb, barefoot, and naked out there sort of picking fruit off the trees, Satan came uh, and said, no, no, here's the the gift of knowledge. Uh, you know, the Catholic Church was extremely repressive in a lot of ways, obviously, during the Middle Ages, so I think there was a contingent of people that were acting subversively to uh, kind of undermine the authority of the Church from the inside out. You know, the Rosicrucians and the Illuminati, uh, the Masons, Um uh, now whether that was a good or a bad influence, I don't know. I mean, I think the whole world government thing is an outgrowth of the what's the vestiges of those organizations that existed during the Middle Ages. Now, whether you think that's a good idea or a bad is a, is, you know, I mean, a lot of people think that's a terrible idea. Because once you have a consolidated world government, you know, what do you have? Then you have well, kind of a lock on control. Of course, the system we have now, where you have all these different blocks of power, the West, the Muslim world, the Soviets, the Chinese, it's very chaotic, but at least no one group has control. I mean, I don't think – just imagine – I mean, we have the nuclear arsenal, right? We have the world's biggest military. People complain a lot about what the United States does, but I always posit this to people – if you could take our nuclear arsenal, our gigantic, overblown military that spends more than the next 30 nations combined, uh, who would you give it to? I mean, what do you think the Chinese would do with it, or the Russians, or Saudi Arabia, or any other country? You know, I think the U.S., given the power we have, has acted incredibly judiciously with it, despite the abuses. Um, so I, you know, it's a, it's a big question. World government, all right what if you had a world government under the United Nations and everything was equal and all military power was now under the auspices of the, of the United Nations, let's say. Well, what happens if bad forces get in control of that military, oppressive forces? Then who do you turn to? Today, look at Libya. Well, they had a dictator. Who did they turn to? Well, they they turned to NATO. NATO came in there and took the, helped take the guy out. But what if there's nowhere to turn? That's a big question about whether world government, which I do think is a a goal of whatever the Illuminati is, but is that necessarily a good thing? Is what I would say.
0: Exactly. You you certainly know your stuff, don't you? To be fair.
4: <laughs> I've looked into it a lot. I think it's fascinating, and I don't think yeah. I, I don't think really anybody knows except people on the inside, uh, people like you and me. We it's really hard to penetrate that veil. You know what I mean? I mean, you get inklings of it. I mean, I don't know if the Trilateral Commission or the Council of Foreign Relations is. Uh, an outgrowth of that, or is it just a bunch of smart people that get together and try to hash out policy decisions? I mean, that's what they say. It's hard yeah. to know whether it's true or not.
0: Yeah. See, I mean, I, I've said to people, I don't know half of this government stuff, but it's like I've started to open my eyes up and try to look into a few things. And it's like even down to in the UK, we actually had um, a p- uh, police um, vote, okay, and it was mm-hmm. for a commis- um, police commissioner, all right? And it ended up being political over who was going to be the, like the head of the police um, commissioner, right? Now, right. My, my thought to that is, surely to goodness it shouldn't be about politics. It should actually be who is best for the job, not Absolutely. on who politically should be correct.
4: Well, especially like a police – I mean, it's very hard for me to see how you politicize a police uh, appointment, but I suppose anything can be politicized. It should just be who's got the best credentials and – Who has a history of being an effective uh, administrator or whatever?
0: Well, I've just got this really daft idea, right? And this is going to play total devil's advocate, right? And I'm thinking, okay, I've got an internet radio show, right? And I've got however many thousand people that listen to it, okay? But then I go for the job, and they they say, okay, well, no, you can't, thing because so we have three votes. There's two people that are very qualified, but they actually like me because I'm funny and I can have a rant and I can put the world to rights, okay?
3: right. So they actually
0: vote me in. How the hell does that one work? When you've got two people, I've got absolutely spot-on credentials. They've done it before. They're up for the job, but I get in because I'm funny,
2: and I don't mean well, lucky. funny can be a <laughs>
4: humor is a good is a good tactic. You know what I mean? Because people, you know, people don't, uh, you know, you, humor is a good way to open people up. You know what I mean? It can make it can disarm people. It can make them more receptive. Like John Stewart is a perfect example. I mean, he uses his ability to be funny to actually address a lot of significant issues. Whereas he, if he was just this kind of, pe- if he was just this kind of pedantic guy who sat there, uh, blah 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 blah, you know, he might be saying the exact thing, but no one would watch it. So that would be the reason someone with humor might be chosen. Yeah? Exactly. As long as you know your stuff too. I mean. Um,
0: exactly. I just thought it was, but there's loads of different things that I look at you know, everything seems to be all political. I mean, I couldn't believe it, but I will just say that I did find it highly hilarious that the Independent got in, not the Labour or the other one that, that got in. It wasn't well, what conservative was the, what or Labour was the issue was actually, what, was the,
4: what was the issue? I'm just curious. What, what was the politi- How did they politicize it?
0: Um, well, the, the funny part is when I've listened to the actual radio about it, it was people were going mad because there was no information sent out to everybody to actually tell us what these people are about, okay? The guy that actually got voted in was the one who actually said to everybody, hold a minute, nobody's getting any information about this. And he actually delivered his own personal letters. And he actually said in the interview after he'd won, he said, the thing is, he said, I think this has made it perfectly clear that people don't want political parts brought into everything. And it's absolutely right. Everything seems to be political.
4: Yeah. Yeah, well it, it is because see this is the this is kind of the catch twenty two of democracy. Uh it's not really based on a meritocracy. It's based on popularity and on how you can move voters. So you could certainly have the more qualified person but who's maybe not as witty, not as well spoken, not as good looking, not as telegenic, not as eloquent, you know. Now this guy might know nothing and he could get it, uh whereas, you know, the person who might be much more qualified, but who maybe is a little more of a stick in the mud and a uh, policy wonk or something, and he doesn't he lacks charisma, he's not going to get it, and you know that's up to the people to decide and that is the catch twenty mm-hmm. two of democracy there is absolutely no guarantee that people will vote for the most qual- qualified person in anything you know, and we see that exactly. all the time i mean uh-huh. you got a guy over there in Britain who you now i'm very you know I have to say i'll admit it i'm very uh... into the whole uh, islamic thing what's happening obviously it's been blowing up all over the world since 9 uh... nine eleven and it's actually become to coming to a head obviously today right now and i have strong views on it uh... you have a guy over there named george galloway who i think is an absolute reprehensible person he goes and meets with people in hamas and hezbollah wears his little green scarf and you know he does that because he's from a majority area in britain there that's got a muslim enclave where he's their representative and he will go and and basically get into bed with the most abominable people, just to you know just to basically placate his constituency, and you know people like that to me are are, are awful. I, you know, I doubt very much he believes a damn thing of what he's saying. He's just saying these are my constituents. I'm going to pander to them. That's a huge drawback of politics. People that, you know, you're supposed to do what's right. You're not supposed to pander to yeah. a narrow uh, view. That's being statesmen. You know, you go up there. Sometimes you vote against your constituency. You may not last yeah. long, but or you, you you draw some kind of compromise where you know you get into a committee and you realize, well, my constituents aren't going to like it, but I have to make this decision because I think this is the right decision. And those are good politicians, and there's a lot of them as well. But then there are many people like Galloway, who basically you know they stick their finger in the wind, and whichever way the wind blows, they're going to go that way. Yeah, and that's yeah. terrible. But you know, I just, <laughs> it's really hard to do. I mean, I'll give you an example, and I'm not, a, I'm certainly not a racist. When I was in college, we had a student advisor, and I was the editor of the school newspaper. And, uh, you know, we had this girl, and she was an African-American girl, and she was fairly bright, you know, but she was really a terrible writer. I mean, her copy needed to be reworked extensively to make it readable, you know, whereas other yeah. writers I had, you know, I didn't have to touch a word, or the other editor didn't have to just went straight in or just a few little corrections. But I actually got pressure, you know, from my – and that's our big issue here with affirmative action and so on. I got pressure from my – uh, uh, advisor, saying, "Look, we have to we have to get uh, diversify the newsroom," and I was sort of taking your point because I I definitely believe in a meritocracy. If a person comes in a no matter whether they're white, black, Hispanic, Asian, or whatever, whoever's the best person should get the job. But he was saying, "No, we have to get a, uh, uh, an African American in there, no matter what." So basically, I would say, "You take the best African American, and we need one in there." You know, I didn't have to, but I did it. But I'm thinking there's probably two other writers or three over here that would love to write for the paper, and now they're not going to get in, even though they're much better writers than she is. And, you know, I don't know what to make of that. I mean, it's a tough it's a tough thing, you know. And does that really help her? Because, you know, if you pass people along the system, whatever it is, and you're giving them breaks left and right, you know, I don't know if that's really fair to those people either because in the back of their mind they're maybe realizing, I didn't really get this position based on my ability. I got it based on some political – Uh, pressure that was brought you know so i mean there are a lot of questions to that and are not just everybody's a racist you know it's should we uh you know should we should we make allowances in order to promote diversity uh uh, you know that's 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 kind of another can of worms but
2: exactly um
4: anything
0: you want to bring into that max
4: sorry
0: have you got anything you want to bring into that
1: no i was just listening to you two
4: <laughs> <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I thought he's
0: going to bail me out
2: there, but he isn't.
4: <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's uh, it, you know, it's, it's a lot, and I don't you know, I don't know, I don't know the solution either because I think and in in, I can speak specifically to the U.S. I do think that you know after Jim Crow, uh, I don't know, I would, look, do you ever, are you familiar with the? Uh, he's a black writer and his name is Thomas Soul Soul, and he's black and uh, he he actually got his uh, scholarship to Yale, I believe in nineteen fifty five now this was well before affirmative action so he never benefited from but yet he did extremely well his take on it is really amazing because he's uh, not amazing it's very well taken and he's black he says look here's the problem i know that what i did was a result of what i was able to do and uh... and uh, you know based on my ability and what i could what i brought to the table he goes, the problem with things like affirmative action is you know you're kind of giving people a false sense of accomplishment that they'll take it, but on the other hand, what does that do to self-esteem, and what does that do for motivation? Because maybe instead of, oh, I don't know, instead of really, really applying yourself to the max, you know in the back of your mind, you know, well, if I just do okay, I'm a, I'm a minority, and they're going to pick me. And that actually does happen quite a lot. They used to say it was affirmative action. Now they call it, uh, well, what do they call it, uh, encouraging diversity. And uh, people will get in based on things uh, like like their ethnicity or their economic background. And I'm not saying that's always a bad idea, but you certainly don't want to have a situation where unqualified people are automatically given a pass, you know, because of their background. And, if, and you know, on the other hand, you don't want to freeze them out. I mean, Martin Luther King said uh, said that uh he goes, you know, he wanted people to be able to start at the same starting line, which was I think most decent people can agree that's the right idea. But then when Lyndon Johnson came in later, he had this idea that, well, we have to ensure equal result. Now, that's a whole other thing. How do you do that?
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: You
4: know? Yeah.
0: Well, well, Morty, thank you ever so much for calling in. I really appreciate that. Uh, thank please you. join the Hey Mr. Government page on uh, Facebook, won't you?
4: All right. I, I will. Thank you so much. I'll keep listening.
0: Okay, then, Don. Thanks ever so much for calling in. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you. Night. Bye-bye. And thank you very much to Morty for calling in. And uh, if anybody else would like to give us a call in, 347-327-9694. Or you can call in from the UK, 001-347-327-9694. So we'll just have a couple of minutes for a little tune. And we'll be back very shortly. Back in a moment.
5: There can be miracle, when you feel.
0: Welcome back to the Ask Sue Show. Hope you're all enjoying it. Thank you very much to Morty for calling in and uh, having a bit of an atta with us there. I must admit, some of this does go way over, doesn't it? And it uh, takes a lot of catching up with most of it, so hope everybody's all okay. Um, please join the Ask Sue Show on Facebook as well. I've just put the link into the chat room, um, literally, so you can have an update of what shows got coming on, and also for all the other things that's coming up for us as well. Um, Max and myself both um, do quite a lot of other groups as well on Facebook and pages, um, including Global Animal Advocates as well, um, which is talking obviously about the cruelty to animals across the world, and which is obviously a massive rant that I have on most shows that I do, um, and just for a little bit of that. Again, I just want to blame the government as part of that, and also society. So firstly, society, because we just accept that it's okay, and secondly, to the government for the fact they are not actually doing um, anything about it. They know that it's going on. I've seen where in, um, I think it was Korea, wasn't it, Max, where they were literally boiling dogs alive. Boiling um, them in boiling yeah, Korea, hot water.
1: Korea China.
0: I I was just absolute outraged, never mind the government thing. It was just horrendous that the human race could do such a thing.
1: It's despicable.
0: So, you know, um, if anybody wants to give us a call in, maybe you've got a rant about uh, one of the... uh, Sorry, my leg's just died. Um, If anybody would like to call in to give us a ring about any of the topics, or maybe you've just got a totally different one, because let's face it, we've got a random show tonight, we're talking about anything and everything, so give us a call in, 347-327-9694, or if you're calling from the UK, 001-347-327-9694, or you can give us an email, <coughs> show at com. So please join us, and uh, come and have a rant, especially anybody that's into... Um, in the chat room, coming give us a call. Uh, please guess if you'd like to sign into Blog Talk Radio, it's to protect my guests that are in the chat room. Um, just take a couple of minutes literally just to sign into Blog Talk Radio and also then you'll be able to have updates of our shows. Thank you. Um, if anybody's got any topics they'd like us to have a natter about, please get in touch with us. Um, this is what it's all about. It's your show, not just ours. We need your input as well. Um, anything else you want to bring up uh, Max, anything you've seen on Hey Mr Government that you need just to uh, shout about? What about this bank thing that you wanted to uh, bring forward?
1: D- this is one that Gav posted. And Tammy, I Sorry? Thought, Was it not Tammy? Was this the one that Gav posted?
0: Um, I can't remember. There was something you said to me about the bank and uh, the... Oh, I mightn't totally oh,
1: I'll have to have... Yeah, mine too.
0: I can't find the, the link for it either. But um, if anybody wants to come and have a look, um, <laughs> tell me if you can see the link in there. Please share it to us because we've just had a blonde moment and my Facebook's gone that <laughs> slow. It's ridiculous. talk about sod's law and all that. Um, if anybody's um, listening in, I know that obviously you don't have to be in the chat room to listen to the show. If you'd like to give us a call in 3473279694, come and have a word with us. Let us know what your thoughts are, and maybe there's some um, stories that you would like to share with us as well. That would be brilliant. Uh, Ask at Gmail dot com. Ask Sue Show at Gmail dot com. Guests, please sign into Blog Talk Radio because we do need to be uh, looking after our guests in the chat room. Um, And I'd also like to thank everybody that's in the chat, um, and thank you very much for joining us. (coughs) We are going to be doing the shows every Saturday, so if you'd have enjoyed the show tonight, please make sure you share it. Uh, We are on Facebook, Ask Sue Show, and also Hey Mr. Government all over the world. So if anybody would like to join us there as well, that would be brilliant. Uh, We do have other rant shows that we have during the week, don't we, Max, to say the least? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) about about all different topics you would think this is random good grief wait till you get to the other ones Uh, but this is where people get the chance ordinary people get the chance to have a voice that you know at the end of the day everybody needs to start opening up and telling people exactly how you're feeling about things maybe there's things that's annoying you about the government or maybe just things in general whatever it may be you can give us a call three four seven three two seven nine six nine four so give us a call in. Um, Tammy, you have got seem to think, have quite a few things to say in the chat room, so if you want to give us a call in, uh, you know the number, my, my dear. Give us a call in. And um... <laughs> she sent me the link and it was a picture <laughs> where it says <laughs> banks or cancer. Bless her. I know it's around there somewhere, I just can't see it at the moment, so uh, if anybody's seen it on there, by all means, give us a shout. Um, right, let me just... I've... Sorry, Max.
1: I know, I was just gonna say I'm looking for it now because I did see it. I know roughly where it is on the
0: Okay. So if anybody's got anything that they want to hold a minute. Oh, hold on oh, it. We've uh, right. I'll just uh, if you just want to talk for a second I'll just check out the phone line, okay.
1: Okay. Right. I'm just going through the page You um, know. Looking for the post that Tammy's looking for. Just one sec. Ah, I think I've got it. No. Almost there. Well, actually, there's a few things. I'm going to post, drop this link in for a start. Um, right, hold on. This just fits the right link. And another one... Actually, um this is another one. The Vatican Bank is reportedly under investigation for laundering millions for a Mafia Godfather. This is one I'll have to drop in the, into the chat as well for you to have a look at. Remember, all of these links are on the Hamers to Government page also.
0: Are you okay? Did you survive?
1: Just about, yeah.
0: <laughs> I do love dropping him in the deep end, bless him. Right, we've got Cynthia on the line who uh, wants to have a couple of, uh, I think a little bit of a rant about our governments. Hi, Cynthia, how are you doing?
6: I'm excellent, thank you. And I'm sorry because I've been ill and I'm losing my voice today.
0: Oh, don't pass it on to me. I've got enough of an itchy throat as it is. <laughs> <laughs> So what what have you got to say about uh, the government? Have you got any rants that you want to share with us?
6: I was just saying that the fiscal cliff is definitely here because my job alone or the corporation I work for, they let go like over 100 people over the last couple of days. And that's just in my city. And they're going to let go of another 5,000 In the capacity that I work in, so, and then with Hostess closing down and just other businesses, uh, we're definitely in a a going off the cliff, I should say.
0: And do do you feel like that it's just not just your company, but all of the companies? What What are your thoughts about the whole way that the system's working with our governments not saving some businesses that are going downhill at the moment?
6: Well, the type of profession that I work in, um, people probably would say that we've already been saved. However, uh, I don't think that Hostess should have closed down. I think they should have came to an agreement because it was a very profitable company. I'm not certain if they just are ready to sell. And so that was their main, you know, way out.
2: Yeah. And, and so, so and other how many people, that are,
6: you know, just constantly downsizing and things of that nature, and it doesn't necessarily have to do with the government. It has to do more with, I'd say, the top people being greedy.
0: But what do you think about the fact that the government is actually associated with a lot of these, tu- you know, I'm not saying all of the, the companies, but, you know, some of these very big companies have been allegated that apparently they're actually connected with the government that's also, also connected with the Illuminati and all that. What What are your thoughts about that? You
6: said with the Illuminati?
0: yeah it's, do you do you think that the big bosses of some of these companies are actually- actually working alongside the governments and you know because at the end of the day some of the governments aren't even trying to save these big companies?
6: I definitely think that and i I'm not certain if just Romney would have been chosen it would have been any any different or if it would have just been more capitalism, and so therefore. You know, businesses are figuring They're going to be hit differently But, you know, we all need to come together Like all the different states That want to um, Succeed themselves out of Or have a succession Out of the whole thing To me, that's like a revolt And we don't know what the government Will end up having to do if everyone gets on these bandwagons and starts petitioning.
2: Exactly. And the thing is, uh,
0: how do you think that the government can actually change and do you think that they should step up to mark? I mean, you know, uh, you you see that they save, like, the bank managers, and they've saved – I mean, in the U.K. they've saved banks before now, you know. Do you think that they can actually do more? I mean, the big companies, we've had big companies, like in the U.K., we had Woolworths, and they just let them go. They didn't even try to save them. Do you think that we could actually do more with that?
6: We could definitely do more, but you have to understand that it's okay for the government to help businesses that are prospering, but people that are actually in need, we call it welfare. And To me That's just like A two-fold You know You're actually For instance The business that I'm in I had a person that said Oh The government paid For my mortgage And He was so upset With so-called socialism And I said Well The government paid for your mortgage So wouldn't you consider that
2: welfare? Mm, Exactly.
6: So, um, you know, I guess it depends on what frame of the scale you're on and how you want to apply it and how you want to rephrase things. But if the government does pay your mortgage and helps you get out of debt, then that's welfare, whether they're giving you food stamps or whether they're helping you. It's welfare. But
0: nobody wants mm. to call it that, unless you're you're trying to degrade someone else.
1: Mm. Max, any any thoughts you've got? I'm oh, sorry, but my my sound's has crackling. I'm, I'm getting bits of it, and then it's, I think it's where i will call running through the Skype.
0: Oh right, got you. Hold on a minute. Jimmy's Let me see if okay. I've got some. on Can the line. Me? Hi Tammy. how are you doing?
7: Hi, everyone. Hi, Sue. Hi, Maximus. Hi, Cynthia. Hi, chat room. Hi, listeners.
0: What What are your thoughts to this, Tommy? My
7: thoughts on the hostess
0: situation? Yes, and the, go on, just have your little bunt loaf.
7: <laughs> well, the problem with the hostess situation, I'm looking for the news article so I get my topic straight, but uh, I can't seem to find it. Um, the hostess company had filed for bankruptcy. So, well, pardon me, I take that back. The hostess workers had decided to call a strike through their union. So, um, the owner of the hostess company went and petitioned the court to be able to file bankruptcy. So he and lay and permanently laid off over 18,000 workers. I mean. I I just i am so upset about this. You know, we're talking about saving jobs and how this will – I'm looking for the news article. I apologize. I think I might have found it. It was on the examiner. And, um, you know, this is um, 80 – I believe it's 80-some, don't quote me on that, year-old company. And this is what's happening. You know, um, the bankrupt makers of Twinkie and Wonder Bread, they're trying to – they were – liquidating the entire company because the, the workers decided to go on strike because they need more money. On Monday this all took place and I just got wind of it yesterday. Um I mean we the government has bailed out the airlines. The government has bailed out the automotive industry. The government has bailed out um the banks. Why doesn't the government start bailing out these Companies that are so old, they have so many workers, these families rely on their their jobs. I mean, we're, we're just doing everything backward. We, we, we need change, and we keep saying, oh, yeah, change is coming, change is coming. But how much do we have to endure before the change is, is, is finalized, you know? It's, there's thousands more people without jobs. You know what I'm saying? That was in Texas, and um, they could have relocated. They could have revamped. I there could have been a lot of other decisions. Of course, that's my opinion. Um, I, I just, I'm just outraged. Just outraged. May yeah. I
2: interrupt? Yeah, uh, Cynthia.
6: Come in, yes, finally. You know, is it like a ploy that all these businesses want to like go down? Just Just cause more chaos, and and they are causing chaos because, because like, like, for instance, in my business, and I work for a banking industry, and it's like like, right before Christmas, really. really? Right. And I don't even celebrate Christmas, but I'm just saying for for just the end of the year. There's no way you can really find a job right, right. at this point. Exactly.
0: No, no time of the year is a good time of the year, but even more so just before Christmas. Yeah.
3: I mean, not
6: necessarily before Christmas, but I'm just saying, just like you said, no time to lose a job at the good time.
4: I mean, maybe we
6: all should just be more... Entrepreneurs.
7: Entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. It all depends. Okay. to me though, my opinion, pardon me for interrupting you, Cynthia. The, the thing that bothers me so much is it all goes back to government. If this judge would have said, no, let them union workers hold their strike, let everything be worked out, and then make a decision. No, he gave this the company, the head permission to close everything down and put the working and middle class out of work just makes, you know, I just, I'm just so outraged over this whole decision.
2: Exactly. So,
0: so how has it gone on with your Cynthia? Is, have they actually given you a time that you're going to lose your job or is it sort of still in the finalizing?
2: Okay, I don't know if we
0: Oh, uh, we have lost Cynthia somewhere. So, uh, thank you very much to Cynthia who's called in. Thanks, I can't Ms. believe we've got seven minutes to go.
7: I want to say I'm very sorry for all those workers. My heart goes out to them. Um, during all this time of, we need people to be at work to help rebuild other uh, cities and towns and give people homes. And what are they doing? They're gonna, you know, the, co- the economy is. I know they say things have to get worse before they can get better, but how much more do we have to endure? How much more? I want to know, Mr. Government. answer my question. Why was that uh, the, the CEOs and everybody of the companies are all rich? They don't have to worry about it. But what about all them workers? Why do you allow all them workers to lose over 1,800 or eighteen? Uh, I believe it was 18,000 jobs were lost. And that's not
0: going to be the end of it. The thing is, how much? Let's face it. If they lose their government, if they lose their government, we won't be that lucky. If if they lose their jobs at the end of the day, and then they've got to be paid benefits or they've got to be paid some sort of help to keep them going, how much are they actually going to be paying out to keep them going until they find another job? And would it be not worthwhile putting that money in to try and save the company?
7: Right. Exactly. I mean, they're putting more people on welfare. They're putting more people on, we have Blink Card in the U.S. now, formerly known as food stamps. They're putting more people out of work. Where is this money coming from, Mr. Government? I mean, I want to see it in black and white. I want to know why you're letting major companies go under. I mean, you saved the automotive industry. Great. Now, why couldn't you save this company? 80 some year old company they let just the, the judge just tells them yes you can go you know file bankruptcy and get rid of everybody come on Look
2: at it.
0: exactly just keep it going for a minute I'm just going to check the phone line for me
7: sure yeah I know Morty just put in the chat room Mom. did you see it Max exactly I mean something's got to be done
0: Uh, we've got Cynthia back on the line
2: hi Cynthia
6: hi and you know I'm in total agreement with her because we save industries that you know are always going to be profitable because you always need a car you always need a bank but yet I mean, maybe it's because it's considered just food. I don't know. But nevertheless, that's 18,000
2: people that are going to be on
0: unemployment that just telling. Exactly. Exactly. I just think that because they went out on spike. Yeah. But do you th- do you think it's as much um, the fact that we don't um, speak up? As much as them not helping us. Because at the end of the day, if we all spoke up and spoke about it and said, hold a minute, we're not accepting this, do you think it would actually make a difference? Or, you know, is it time that we all stood up and were was, was counted?
6: I don't think a revolt would be the best thing, only because we don't want the government to do like some type of martial thing, and they are
0: more in our business than they already are. Exactly. Well, unfortunately, we are running out of time. Um, Cynthia, thanks ever so much for calling back in and, and bringing some of your views forward to us.
6: Thank you for taking my call.
0: It's quite all right, and I will speak to you. We'll be here at the same time next week as well, Cynthia. Okay? And uh, make sure you check out our page.
2: Excellent.
0: Okay, thanks, Cynthia. Cheers for calling in, And um, Thank you very much, Tammy, for calling into the show. It's been lovely to have you. Thank you very much for letting me call in and voice my views, and great show, Maximus, co-host, and two. you always do a good job. Thank you, and good night. Thank you, Tammy. Thanks very much, Tammy. Cheers. Bye-bye. And uh, what a quick and great show that was, Max.
1: It was really good, um, and it was nice to hear um, other people's views on what we spoke about.
0: Exactly. And also, please, everybody, uh, myself and Max, Um, and quite a few others are actually running the Hey Mr. Government but at the end of the day we need your input let's tell Hey Mr. Government all about what we want to tell you know what needs to be done and our thoughts and views and if you see any of those links that you'd like to share on there you can do that also Um, I'd like to thank you everybody for joining us in the chat room and uh, thank you very much for sharing the links in the chat room as well for us please go and join us um, on the page and also join the Ask Sue show on Facebook as well. Uh, Thank you very much, Max.
1: Thank you very much, Susan.
0: Okay, darling. I'll speak to you all very soon. Thank you very much, and good night. Good night.